Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the froth. A place to let your brain slip into something more comfortable. A spa break for the mind. Are you sitting frothily? Then we'll begin. I'm comedian husband Rod Gilbert. I'm comedy writer wife Shan Harris. That's Rosie, a dog. And this is. The Froth. Yesterday's non news today. This week's podcast was recorded in our basement in London. Our special guest is Lou Sanders, who joins us remotely, and Barry is producing. Be warned, there is some occasional fruity language and content. The headlines this week. Pieces of eight, pieces of eight. You can shove your pieces of eight up your arse, mate. No, you shove it up your arse. Oh, you two, I'll shove them up both your asses, and no mistake. Oh, yeah, who asked you? Oh, you piss off. Now you piss off. Come what? over here and say that. I can't, I'm in a cage. What's going on? Potty-mouthed parrots in wildlife park have to be separated like naughty school kids. Should I take this trolley back or should I go now? Should I take this trolley back or should I go now? If I take it, there'll be no trouble. If I go, there'll be no trouble either. Rod finds a story about the ethics of taking supermarket trolleys back. But the conversation goes round and round in circles like a trolley with a dicky wheel and turns out to be an absolutely pointless waste of time. Woo! In a bad way. Well, he would say that, wouldn't he? After last week's Wellygate scandal where Rod accused Sean of buying him basic farmer's wellies as his main Christmas present, a listener with the same wellies rushes to Sean's defence and says the boots are brilliant. Yeah, well, they are brilliant, actually. Yeah, but he turns out to be a farmer. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. The Froth gets brand new theme tune created for us specially by Josh Phillips, who did the theme tune for Strictly. Curdle Sanders. Special guest Lou Sanders curdles everyone's milk when she ruins the frothy atmosphere in one of the most awkward moments in podcasting history. And those are the headlines. Before we get started, our special guest this week, Lou Sanders, making her debut. Hello. 
on the uh, froth. We'll come to her in just a minute. First up, your texts and calls and emails on the social media. Texts aren't social media. No. They're just communication. No, there's no calls. What What are people want? <laughs> uh, we've had an email. Oh. Ooh, we've yeah. had an email. Right. Right, from, a, from someone called Callum. Right. Hi, Sean. Hello. Rod. Hello. Love the podcast. Right. I too received a pair of Dunlop wellies for Christmas this year. Don't lie. <laughs> Don't lie, Callum. Callum. Did. No, are you just Callum. trying to make me feel better, Callum? Callum, I had a pair of Dunlop wellies for Christmas. I was complaining. Uh, As usual. On last week's show with Lloyd Langford, Sean Harris and Barry Castagnola, I was complaining that uh, Sean had got me a shit Christmas present, <laughs> that they were just a pair of farmers' wellies. You always Nothing complain. against farmers, nothing against wellies. But oh, I'm... no, just me, your wife. No. Well, everything I'm... against Sean. No. She's the bad guy in this. No, I was... Listen to me. When, you said get... when gift... I said get wellies for Christmas, I Every thought... Every gift I get you is wrong. Every gift. Do you remember the toothbrush? Yeah. Right. I... I was complaining last week because instead of a, a, a posh pair of good walking wellies, Sean got me a pair of farmer's ones. Nothing Who against farmers. Walks nothing in against wellies. wellies. You I, can't wear designer wellies in West Wales where we're from. You get into trouble. I wanted them for London. Yeah, but why? For Chelsea, for the King's London Road. London has shopping malls. You don't anyway, need to what get does your Callum, feet wet. Callum had a, right, apparently okay. lying, saying he had a pair we of We do Secret ones. Santa in our house. Right. And so only get the one present each year. So I'm sure you can imagine the importance riding on the welly purchase. Yeah. My girlfriend's auntie got me out of the hat and picked me up a pair of Dunlop wellies with removable furry liners. Oh, we haven't got right. those for you. First two points here. A, yeah. Yeah. those sound better than mine because they've got a <laughs> removable furry liner. I'll leave in the removable furry liner, Callum, for a moment. Right. Right. right? Yeah. I, I will come back to your removable furry liner, Callum. <laughs> but for a moment... Removing the removable furry liner, forgetting mm. about that. Yeah. The fact is that you got them from your auntie in a secret Santa. Often people put a budget of five pounds on it. It's just a silly little <laughs> throwaway gift. Mine are my main <laughs> gift from my wife. Bit of a fucking difference, Callum, isn't there? It wasn't the don't, main don't gift. Don't put yourself on a par of disappointment with me. <laughs> there is no pleasing you. Well, that time well, I bought you a trip not, to not where, with, where did we go? Not Prague? with a pair of farmers' wellies. I my surprised main present. you with a trip to Prague, and you moaned all the way there and all the way in Prague. You were moaning about it and saying, well, like, "Oh, this is, is rubbish." Oh, <laughs> 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 you were just moaning about it, saying, "Ooh, ooh, continental breakfast. Ooh, what a good gift." <laughs> God, you're such a moaner. Well, carry on. I wear them everywhere. See. To the what? co-op. Where do you live? <laughs> to the co-op. Somebody football. says to the co-op. Yes. I will to remember the, to the co-op. To the co-op, football, and of course, on the farm. <laughs> yeah, right. Exa- right, exactly. So Callum is a farmer. He's a farmer who goes to the co-op in a and the football. Secret Santa gave him well. Fair enough. And then he goes, can't get enough of them. <laughs> <laughs> See, maybe me and Callum should hook up. No. I felt I had to write in as Sean was getting a bad rap. Yeah, it was. Yes, I know, but you're but a I... farmer, Callum. Yeah, but you want to spend time this, on a farm. How is this defending you? Well, because they're good boots. No, if anything, it's just pointing out even more so <laughs> that my complaint that my Dunlop wellies are just farmer's wellies, <laughs> a farmer has written in going, yeah, I've got a pair, trying to defend you. John was getting a bad rap, but I think Rod's molly-cuddled feet are to blame here. Yeah, what me does molly-cuddled mean? Molly-cuddled. Mo- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not the one with a removable furry liner. <laughs> My feet are molly-coddled. Have a look at your own, have a look at your own bloody, 
have a look have a look inside your own monocoddle furry liner wellies my feet have never been happier well right? I, I am I am pleased for your feet <laughs> my feet have never been happier although admittedly they are covered in shit most of the time <laughs> <laughs> Lots of love from Sunny but Albert. Keep profiting. That Keep is profiting. a good email. It's a great Callum. email. That Thanks, Callum, for sticking up for me. Someone asked Callum. you. That's a good email. Right. Okay. On with the show. Let's uh, bring in our special guest this week. First time on the show. Very excited. Lou Sanders. Is she there, Barry? Have we got a Lou Sanders? Hey, Hello. Hello. Do you guys love to pod? <laughs> <laughs> Love the pod. We love yes. the pod. Yeah, say it together. Let's say it together. When, when are we, we saying it? After three we, or, uh, or on three? We, one, we, two, three. We, we love, love the, the pod. pod. How's that? <laughs> Energy-wise, it was a bit flat, but we have to just believe each other. Welcome to the podcast. You've never been uh, on the Froth podcast before. It's our first time. Welcome. Hello. Uh, good evening. And you secondly... I have. I've gone up now. Performance. You got into professional mode. (laughs) Performance. No, what it is is you've now got the sort of the sort of energy of a man who wants to get on with it. You know, get it done. Yeah. What do you want Nobody, from me then? Nobody on, yeah, that's, want from me? That's what I, I want to hear from our guests. That's what we need. Yeah, that, that is what I want. That's the energy we need. No. Yeah. What do you want? That's what this, we need from our guests. This. Is that. What do you want from me? What do you want me? Yeah. Okay. So, well, well what we okay. want is... Welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the show. Well, we've, on, we've started now. So, Lou, I don't think we've ever worked together, Lou. We've never uh, we've never worked together because I often have it as a clause in my contract. No rush, no no, 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 no rod. <laughs> right, look, order. Ha- right, come on. Now look, right. we've never worked together, Lou, but we did see each other in a cinema once in Notting Hill. <laughs> do you remember? I do, I do remember something of that I of that there. ilk? Sean, was I there? was there. We were watching no. a film about. Oh, do you remember the oh. documentary? Oh, I have to be careful what I say here. We'll bleep it out. Because <laughs> that was absolute dog shit. And it might have been one of your friends well, who did it. But I mean, no. you were you were we certainly careful then. We didn't know who that was. <laughs> I mean, that was as delicately put as I've heard anyone. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I haven't directed a film since because it... <laughs> It's reactions but, like this that have that have have, have yeah. It's, that's why I've given up. Hang on, you, were you anything to do with the film? I yeah. should have asked before. Yeah, no, we were nothing we were. to do with that. Well, no, that we dog were. shit. <laughs> we Us. Look, come on. Were you something to do no. with that film? Well, we no. were there in the audience. Stop tormenting yeah, people. Yeah, okay, you. No, we weren't. Stop you, okay, because. If you were, I'd have to stop the podcast right now because it was yeah. so. And we know how much you love to pod, so that would I be. I love to pod. I love to pod. <laughs> okay, that was really uncomfortable, and I burned up inside. Oh, sweet. Was it? Yeah. No, we weren't anything stop to do with the. Stop making our guests feel awful. Sorry. A oh, podcast with a couple. How's the couple lockdown? Oh God. Couple. Oh, I was going to say it's all right. Still married. Yeah. You're still married. I think. Anyone that's still yes. together now after a year of this is 
that's a good relationship. Only because it's a lot more difficult to get divorced now in these yeah. How would you get to the solicitors? Yeah, yeah. Like there's yeah. no there's no way there's nowhere to go, is yeah. there? I'm going away to to I have got some work on this weekend. I've got what? I've got three days' work lined up this year. What is it for? <laughs> what's it for? What's it for? It's my it's my first ever acting job. I've this never acted. I'm I'm terrified of it. I've got a phobia of it, but wow. I've accepted because I've got no other work on, I've accepted three days acting work. <laughs> a movie. A movie. Never done anything. A movie back in awesome. our hometown. I'm going away for three days to film. Yeah. And Sean earlier said, what did I She say? says she hates me, but earlier she said, Oh, I'm really going to miss you. I she did said. say that. <laughs> I think I've got You're a fucking loser. <laughs> no, but in that kind of, in the way that you get used to something. Yeah. You know, like you get used to a door being creaky. Yeah. Like after you've squeezed a spot and yeah. all that, and it's just. And you're going to miss that spot. Yeah. <laughs> um, I rarely hear you two say anything nice to each other. That's, that's really sweet. Yeah, that's really me, nice. Me and Rod. There's, there's a reason you really Rod hear Rod just it, cooked but... me a steak. Stories. Yeah. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> Stories. <laughs> Come on, love. We'd love to pod. <laughs> love to pod. The first one is a story mm. about shopping trolleys. Okay. Yes. And the second one is about parrots telling each other to fuck off. Okay. Right. I'll, Just I'll stop you there. It's parrots. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, so parrots first. Or do you, I was going to start with shopping trolleys. How do you feel about that? Yeah, yeah. So start with the weakest one. Let's start <laughs> with shopping trolley. It might not be the weakest one. You never know. Okay. <laughs> You never know. I can start with parrots if you want, Lou. No, end with parrots. No. End with parrots. We'll always have parrots. We'll build up to parrots. I've always said end with parrots. Have you? We'll always have parrots. Here we go. Shut up about <laughs> Oh, yeah, parrots. that's good, Sean. That's really it's good. Really I didn't get good. anything. It that didn't was get really anything. Good. But One thing you should know about Sean. Typical Charlie. woman's joke. Yeah, and I, for, uh, like to this. be fair to and me, I, I didn't get it until you said it the second time because I'm a bit yeah. slow. And then I was like, no, that's In my head, I was going, I won't say it again because it's just... Humiliating. I no, ignore- I'm glad you did. <laughs> I ignored it because you it- did ignore it because I ignore everything you say. No, I ignored it because as I would thought, what would a listener think here? And I thought <laughs> nothing. No, we'll always have parrots. Is fucking genius. I, that's for me. That's the highlight of the show. Oh, that's I think. like an Edinburgh title. Mm. I don't think, isn't it? I mm. don't think that saying parrots a bit like Paris is genius. It's really good. Come on, it's really good. Genius. We'll always have parrots. It's very satisfying. The first time I didn't get it, that's how tricky it is. And it will always have... What she's done is... Hang on, Rod doesn't get it. Let me break it down for him. Because there's a phrase, we'll always have Paris. Mm. And parrots... (laughs) It's very satisfying. It is very good. I'm chuckling again. A lot of what Sean does is very, Mm. very good. But I know our <laughs> listeners are thick as shit, so a yeah. lot of it, yeah. a lot of it is wasted on them. So I ignore it, just as a listener would. Yeah, but it's good <laughs> to have those little Easter eggs, those little kind Let's, of treats. Yeah, but we, all we're going to do is cut this out. Okay. Can I say one thing? Let's drag those thick <laughs> up. <laughs> so yeah. shopping trolleys, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who's up for a bit of chat about shopping trolleys? Yes, please. Love to. Right. Take us through, Lou Sanders. Let's imagine you've gone to the supermarket. Mm-hmm. Talk me through. First of all, the, what the thing, what supermarket do you think I'm shopping at? What well, you know, you're looking at me, you're thinking. I'm looking at you. You know, she's done a bit of TV, but it's only really hit the fan in the last two years. So, what supermarket? Yeah. You know, maybe it's I not think... Waitrose. You're thinking. Are you? Are you? Because from what you've said there. 
from your own admission, you're you're thinking that I'm thinking that you've done a bit of TV, but you're maybe you're in between supermarkets. So you're on the rise. You're ah, you you are on the up, aren't you? Sainsbury's well, local. I'm going it's Tesco local. Sainsbury's local. local. Which means yeah. you don't have a car yet, but you can get to Sainsbury's and you can yeah. feel at home. Sean, 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 I think, Sean. I think that Lou might find the fact that you say she doesn't have a car yet and she shops in Sainsbury's local offensive. Well, <laughs> maybe not. Maybe to not. me, it's maybe a not. huge compliment. Maybe it's not. half and half because Sean... I do stop at the Sainsbury's, which I go into the car park for, and I'll surprise you by letting you know that, yes, I've got wheels, and yes, I've kept it humble, I've kept it modest, I've kept it Honda Jazz. Brilliant. Honda Jazz, that's Mm. great. I love the Honda Jazz. More people buy another Honda than any other car manufacturer in the uh, in the world more more, it, more they get more repeat business honda than any it, other it, it's a wonderful car it's japanese engineering it's a yeah. hybrid it's Lou, ethical I, I just stop you there in 25 yeah. episodes or 26 episodes of the froth that's the first mm. bit of production barry's done they're coming in with that <laughs> <laughs> and you fluffed that man more manufacturing is no, no, hang, no, hang on a minute. I'll, I'll edit that. I'm so excited to come I'll, in. Yeah. I'll, I'll edit that, and what I'll do I'm, is I'll just do it on my own. I'll do it clean <laughs> on my own later and edit it. In. The Honda Jazz is the most popular car. The Honda Range outselling the Civic. In 1992, they doubled their production. I just happen to know that. So, Lou. Okay. Yeah. You're off to the supermarket. You've you come out you you've come out of your bed sit. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so sometimes I shop at Morrison's because, like I say, I keep it real. I humble Morrison's, and I like I like Morrison's. Good. Yeah, Morrison's great. Okay, yeah, fair carry enough. on. So you've got in your Honda Jazz. Mm. You're off to the supermarket. Morrie's. You're off to Morrison's. Or, Is that right? or Sainsbury's. Or Sainsbury's in the car. I was park. right. Mm. You get there, you park up. Talk us through it. What happens next? Well, well, this is about trolleys, isn't it? So I'm guessing, you, you know, the tidbit of information here is you want to know my trolley behaviour. Now, <laughs> I keep pound coins in the glove you box. You don't fuck you... about, do you? Straight no. down to business. Do you? Yeah, I'm a professional. People think I'm scatty, but, you know, yeah. I'm on I'm on this. You she lost get a trolley. You know, what would be better if I had a funny story about it, an anecdote about trolleys, but I don't. But I get my pound coins. Let's, I tell out. you what we do on this show. We just plough on until yeah. maybe something funny arrives. If not, we don't worry about it. We put it out. Yeah, I'm not, you know, people are just lucky enough to hear my tones. You know, I can't exactly. can't provide everything. Exactly. So I keep pound coins in the glove compartment. That's a hot tip. You know, does everything have to be funny or can you provide a hot tip for someone? Do you really anyway. do that though? Yes, because I'm sick of getting to the uh, store and then not having a pound coin. So I keep loads in the store. You dri- you're driving to America. To- oh, <laughs> oh, it's a global world now. So get over suppose, it, okay? We're so. not all on our little islands. We've got the internet. Telephone lines. <laughs> I thought post Brexit we were back Telephone to Telephone lines. I'm yeah. uh, Have Driving, you heard yeah. of? Have we you heard of? Um, there's a shop called the Store actually, so that goes to show, doesn't it? It is in America, we should but keep pounds in the. Um, glove Do you really keep pounds coins or in, in the, the middle glove bit? We should, yeah. you know. Yeah. Pound coins. Yes. Yeah. Do for the bridge. For trolleys. Yeah. Yeah, what what can't okay. you get you what can't no, you get okay. your thick head around here? <laughs> I, I suppose I suppose my husk Please. is is battling with the idea that anybody keeps 
home content. If you were really We've dedicated, got a bit of I do. If you were really dedicated <laughs> to it, you'd keep one single pound coin on a chain around your yeah. neck, and then just use the same one every single time you went to Morrison's. Yeah, but that I'm is efficient. I'm I'm organized, not a complete loser. And that's the difference. <laughs> right, back where we are. So we're back. Yeah, so I get my pound coin out. I yeah. use my trolley, use it really well up and down the aisles, you know, yeah. really good with that. Um, <laughs> then I take it back to its station. And I think anyone that doesn't is a scummer. And then I put my pound coin back and that's very important. So you know where it is for next time. Okay, because otherwise they, can't, they, can't, they all go walking, your system's broken. Would you take your trolley back, Sean? I feel incomplete if I don't. Yeah. What's the alternative? Oh God, what? no, but what's yeah. the alternative? You just leave it, what, in the road? People have been left divided, it says here. That's the story. No. People have been left divided over the theory which claims that your behaviour at the end of a food shop is the ultimate litmus test, which determines whether you are a good or bad person. It goes like this. Here's the theory. It's American, this. So I'm going to say the word cart. Oh, see, Britain is different. Shopping cart. No, it's not different. It is. It's not. It's not. It goes like this. The shopping cart is the ultimate litmus test. We said this for whether a person is capable of self-governing. <laughs> to return the shopping cart is an easy, convenient task and one which we all recognise is the correct, appropriate thing to do. To return a shopping cart is objectively right. There are no situations other than dire emergencies in which a person is not able to return their cart. Simultaneously, it is not illegal to abandon your shopping cart. Therefore, the shopping cart represents itself as the apex example of whether a person will do what is right without being forced to do it. No one will punish you for not returning the shopping cart. No one will fine you or kill you for not returning the shopping cart. You gain nothing for returning... The shopping cart. But you do, you, you get a pound. Return. You get a quid back. Not in America, maybe. Oh, maybe not. Maybe it's a, a dime. The problem with this article, A, it says the word shopping cart so much that I've now lost what that means. <laughs> mm. <laughs> I now can't, I can't, what is a shopping cart? I've honestly, I've said it so many times in the last 30 <laughs> seconds that I don't know what a shopping cart, <clears throat> I can bit, my legs have got a bit numb shopping and I don't know what shopping, <laughs> shopping cart is cart. anymore. Second problem with it, is that it totally ignores the fact that you get your pound back. <laughs> well, maybe because maybe in America they don't. I, 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 I do think now that we should have started with the um, parrot story. <laughs> hey, hey, and I am going to do this. Hey, don't worry about the parrot story. We'll always have parrots. <laughs> oh, oh, oh yeah. I'm not laughing. Laugh. I'm not yeah. laughing. I'm laugh not laughing up. after don't a worry, man I said will, it. I will no, use your you. laugh thank from you. earlier. Oh, yeah, it was a callback. I will also use your that's genius comment. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> this is what the theory. A person who is unable to take your shopping cart back with no reward is no better than an animal. <laughs> well, I'm not saying I agree, but there's a lot of selfishness and I think it help, It doesn't help society and then society crumbles if everyone just does you know, what they want. True. I feel the same way about people using plastic bottles. If they keep using plastic bottles, I was in the writer's room once and someone got through six little plastic bottles and oh, I thought, you're a scammer. And their horrible. kitchen was like two minutes, not even, like 30 seconds walk away. And I just think, you're selfish. We've seen the documentaries or at least we've seen the Instagram stories. Plastic's not good. <laughs> Why are you eating, <laughs> drinking six, like your little guzzler? Tiny Go and get some from the tap. Who, who was that? You, oh, let's name and shame them. Who was that in the writer's room? <laughs> no, he's a really nice guy, to be fair. He's a really good well, guy. So well, you say but that. But this what is the, the other what thing. What do the seals say and the fish? 
Uh, I was going to say this the other thing of like you know how you've got your perspective of if you see someone at the airport um, yeah. can like I just point out the that's the second back. bit of production Barry's done today now Barry just did a seal noise <laughs> a seal oh. who was upset by plastic I think <laughs> exactly what it was well, well done I'm glad you picked up on my <laughs> yeah, impression yeah well done thanks Barry I thought that was a cough into the microphone <laughs> no 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 it was a seal no no that was Barry that's his usual with, stuff. with a bit of like Morrison's carry bag bringing to life Oh, bringing Barry. to life the threat of plastic to wildlife. Yeah. And Barry, do you do impressions in your act now? <laughs> no, I will do those. He that only well. does. Do he only one. does threatened wildlife. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Endangered. You wait till yeah. we get on the parrots. Individual <laughs> sea mammals. You wait till Barry does his manatee with his fin caught in a plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> or his guillemot with straw. That's good. Do your guillemot with straw, Barry. <laughs> Hey, go on. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's a guillemot's gil- actually blowing through the straw there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, he said, if, he said if, if I can't beat them, join them. <laughs> It'd be funny if Barry then puts special effects on this podcast afterwards and people go, oh, his impressions are really good. For no, it's beyond him. He can only just do the straw and the guillemot. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so what, what about this trolley thing? Oh, the trolley thing, yeah, yeah. Oh, well, the whole point of the trolley... <laughs> Wait, Sean, the whole point of the trolley thing, just to get oh, it out of the way, is that oh, it, it's supposed to be the ultimate thing of whether you're a good person, arbiter, because there's no real reward and, and there's no punishment. So that is a genuine test. But oh, once you introduce the getting your pound back thing, that changes everything. It just means personality you have. If you're a conformist, you will definitely take it back. If you're a rebel, you won't. That's where you mm. get your uh, yeah. identity from. But a lot of people would say rebel in that instance means bad person, selfish. Why would a rebel be an Asda using a trolley? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, putting milkshakes in it. Rebels go eat. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. know. But if you're a real rebel, you just like walk around the shelves drinking milkshake and stuff and putting it back. <laughs> milkshake? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you don't care. About a it. Yazoo. You don't yeah. Care. Yeah, if you look closely at James Dean in that poster on the motorbike, he's got, he's got a big old milkshake mustache. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he has got a trolley. <laughs> <laughs> the pound in the trolley makes the whole thing redundant, I think. No, it's because now, because they're rewarding you for taking it back. But so. It, so- They've ruined the experiment by putting yeah, the pound in. But it wasn't working because a lot of them were ending up in canals, weren't they? Well, they can do the marshmallow one instead. I don't know what proportion. What's the marshmallow one? You know, when you put marshmallows in front of someone and said, I'll give you two if you if we yes. come back. And oh, what's that? Remind there. me of that, but I've forgotten about the whole marshmallow thing. What's that again? They, they followed up with the kids, didn't they? Stanford University test where they uh, they give a kid a marshmallow. The parent gives a kid a marshmallow and says, I'm going to leave the room. When I come back, if you haven't eaten that marshmallow, I'm going to give you two marshmallows. And then, then they follow up on the kids who ate the marshmallow. It's all to do with deferred gratification. The kids who eat the marshmallow straight away generally didn't do as well in life as the people who left the marshmallow got two. <laughs> That's as true. well as in life. <laughs> they didn't. As well they didn't. They didn't. Economically, uh, in in terms of happiness, everything. Mad. Yeah, and it's to do with deferred gratification. Like the sort of person. And did go, the kids? So how, uh, how 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 much? So the kids either ate the marshmallow, yeah. or they didn't, or they waited and thought, yeah, "I'll get two. the two in a minute." I'll get that. Yeah. How much later did they go to them in life? I think re- they. T- I think quite regularly. I think over the years. Um, Seven. And, they, so uh, forty exactly. years later, forty years later, they uh, they went. They knocked on somebody's bedsit door. He's there in his massive pair of pants, is stained and marshmallows all over the gap. Eating marshmallows. Exactly. <laughs> take away all down his front. And he goes, I, I, I ate the marshmallow. <laughs> yeah, just the way I am. 
no, but it, myself. No, but what it, it is, it, it's, it's deferred gratification. In the, the, like the sort of thing where if you went, say you're up in Edinburgh and you're going, oh, I'm having a great time. I'm, I'm out at a, a bar. I'm seeing some of my friends. You go, I've, I've got a really early start tomorrow and I'm packed. I've got stuff all day long tomorrow, whatever. I've got a job interview, whatever it might be. I really should go back now and go and sleep. I can always go out the end of the week when I'm free. Mm. Or that person is supposed to does generally does better in life. The person who goes, ah, fuck it. <laughs> it's, and that's the marshmallow. I, that's the one who eats the marshmallow. That's the marshmallow. I'm, I'm a marshmallow I'm, eater all day long. So am I. I am. I'm straight in. Oh, I'm, I'm not really mad keen awesome. on marshmallows. So no, I'm I hate them, but silly anyway. Oh, you know just, what I mean. I'm a bit confused, but I, I, I would definitely be the Chiramisu. second. I would definitely be the Chiramisu. let's stay out and let's go out and to help. Yeah. yeah, you're rubbish at it. We're both there. Yeah. Lou, yeah. then I don't like marshmallows. Where, so marsh- where, where do you stand on the marshmallow front? Do you reckon you'd be eating that marshmallow or leaving leaving for the second one? Now it does depend uh, <laughs> on what the marshmallow is a metaphor for. <laughs> oh no, it's an actual I marshmallow think- and you're a toddler. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Potty mouth. Here's, here's the next frothy story. Yeah. Potty mouthed parrots. Yeah. <laughs> Split up by zoo bosses after egging each other on. <gasps> I love it. What do you mean? Well, I'll, I'll read on. <laughs> I love five, it. What? Five foul-mouthed parrots <laughs> have had to be separated after encur- encouraging each other to swear <laughs> at a zoo in Lincolnshire. Parrot's names are Billy, Eric, Tyson, Jade, and Elsie. <laughs> they joined Lincolnshire Wildlife Centre's colony of two hundred grey parrots in August last year. <gasps> can I can I can I can I find my friend? I think he took a parrot to Lincolnshire Zoo or something. He he's got a very funny a story about a parrot, which you will really want to hear. It's one of the best parrot mm. stories I've heard. Yeah, cool. All right, let's give him a call. Yeah. In a minute. 
person at the zoo, the CEO, chief executive officer of the zoo said, we're quite used to parrots swearing, but we've never had five at the same time. They relish it. (laughs) We've had to move them to different areas of the park. Really? (laughs) What, separate them? They've had to be separated so they don't set each other off. Like in class. (laughs) It's exactly like a school class. They I was separated them. from my best friend for talking. Well, constantly. there you go. Mr. Nichols, that's the CEO of Lincolnshire Wilder, <laughs> explained, like explained that nobody had complained about the parrots, but they were separated for the sake of young visitors. <laughs> I bet you they were loving it, the young visitors. <laughs> People have come to us. Nobody's complained. The visitors think it's highly amusing. We haven't had one complaint, he added. <laughs> when a parrot tells you to fuck off, it's really funny. <laughs> It is, though. It is, though. Come on. And when five of them are all shouting at you, <laughs> as you're running off, you're running off away down the path, they're all shouting, quite go on, fuck off. That's quite aggressive, isn't it? When a parent tells you to fuck off, it's really funny. It's brought a big smile to a really hard year. <laughs> oh, my God. This is the best so bit. So that's the highlight, being told to fuck off a five parrot. Imagine going to a wildlife park and five parrots are all in separate cages shouting at you, telling for you to a, fuck off. For a bit of tranquility in a pandemic, you go to the wildlife park and five parrots telling you to fuck off. Apparently, they egg each other on. I love it. How? Because when one starts, they all they all join they in, all apparently. Join in. Yeah, and then, and then they'll go, then they tell them off. <laughs> and they get them all under control again, and everyone's like, "All right, okay, everyone, How calm do you down." Off? I don't know. That's what this is talking about. It's like they, t- they get them all calmed down again, right. again, and then one of them will go fuck off, and they'll go, "Hey, fuck <laughs> off, fuck <laughs> off!" If you told a parrot off, there's always yeah. every chance that it's going to end up that parrot's going to end up sounding sarcastic, like it's just repeating what you say to it. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, <laughs> don't swear. Oh, don't swear. <laughs> <laughs> Do Why is yours so camp? Don't swear. Yeah, it's, really it's like a sixties. It's like a sixties dame from a pantomime. <laughs> oh hello! It's because they've got a picture of a parrot here. He just sounds like he talks like. Oh. Uh, I had a budgie who was. Oh, him. I had a budgie who was Brummy. You didn't no have a Brummy budgie. I really did. No, they I did. apologise for this, Lushan. My godmother. Lies. My godmother had a mum. Had a mum whose her, her mother was Brummy, like was from Birmingham, and she had a pet budgie, and she went into a home, so she gave us the budgie, and the budgie had a Brummy accent. That's great. I believe that. Aww. Yeah. It's yeah, they yeah, do. I do, Jimmy I do believe they have accents. Lovely yeah. Jimmy Martin. He had a Brummy accent. Yeah, they do have. They do have accents, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Because whoever teaches them first, that's who they yeah, are. Yeah, whoever they mimic. Yeah. Yeah. They're so, so clever. They're parrots really clever. They're very so clever. clever. I mean... Do you want some facts I've, about parrots? Yeah. Uh, well, while, do you, while what's while that waiting. joke about a parrot that's like, um, uh, if you've got a parrot and you're not uh, teaching him or her to say, they've turned me into a parrot, you're wasting your time. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is lovely. This is a great, lovely, lovely. That was on a Twitter. Listen to this one. That's Listen cool. to this yeah. one. The park. Lincolnshire Wildlife Park. This is yeah. the park where the parrots are shouting at people and telling them to f off. Yeah. In unison and egging each other on and encouraging each other to swear <laughs> and like they're a bad influence on each other. They've had Imagine to be you having a picnic. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> One of them. Five from, of them. From over there, you go whack off. You go, hey, what was what? that? What was that? You go, so from over there, you heard. <laughs> it's like Monty Python. It is very Monty Python. The park is also home to parrot Chico, who made headlines in September after learning to sing a range of pop songs, including Beyonce's If I Were a Boy. <laughs> wow! That's a great song. 
Oh my god, I really want a parrot now, but I sort of well, wrestle with the fact it's like, quite cruel. Right, Lou, your friend with a parrot story. Let's uh, let's give him a call. There he is. It, it's hey. Dan. Hey, hey, Dan. Hello. Hello. Hey, Dan. Oh, lovely. Is that better? Yeah. Yes. Isn't yeah. it beautiful? Yeah. Isn't it beautiful? I had, to cut, I had to cut my own hair and I went a bit short with the fringe. I oh like my God. Do... Look at my fringe. Uh, this is down here. No, I look like Julius Caesar. <laughs> <laughs> you look like your dog, Dan, if I can say that. <laughs> Thank you. I, was, I would go with Julius Caesar because we've never met. Right. But his dog is a <laughs> poodle. Or is it a Labrapoodle? Uh, he's a Bichon. Yeah, same oh. same to me. They, they've got curly hair. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for doing this, Dan. Thank That's you so right. much for joining us, Dan. Thanks, Where are you, Dan? Where in the world? I, I am. No, no in... address. No address. Just. <laughs> I'm in Albans. Um, nice. St Albans, very nice. I, I live in London, but I thought I'd lock down with my sister. Oh. Yeah, it's nice. It's, I mean, all I wanted was the countryside and a fire. And that's hang on, are you not with your boyfriend? Oh no. Oh Dan. Yeah, oh, no. Lou. Oh Lou, oh Dan, oh Lou, oh <laughs> Dan, Dan, oh are you Barry, me? Barry, you're producing. Do something. Dan, Step in. I sort out so... the awkwardness. Oh, no, have... What do you want me to try and get back together? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sort out this oh, mess. Dan, I should have told you that before, shouldn't I? Dan, I'm so heartbroken for for, for you. Hey, both. Dan, parrots, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So why are we talking about parrots? Oh, oh no, this story. This story. Okay, okay. Let me just. So, so Rod um and oh Sean's podcast they said oh, oh there's there's two stories one's about shopping trolleys and i was like all oh, right we can probably leave that one one's oh, about <laughs> i know it's right what we've got we've launched this parrots. new podcast we've launched this new podcast dan where we ring somebody up out of the blue <laughs> and then out them in their failed relationship <laughs> <laughs> no no wait 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 so it was about parrots and i it's said sort of like, my... a bit like you've been framed but <laughs> you've been dumped <laughs> he might have dumped the other one you've seen how good looking dan is yeah, he might have dumped yeah. him dan, yeah now, but we've just we've just come off the phone to him no, so yeah. so dan <laughs> dan i can't believe that i'm gonna headbutt him i can't i can't believe that lou cash. what the fuck have you done okay, lou so the point is anyway in this podcast there's a story about parrots and i said you gotta hear my friend dan has got the best story about parrots and they said what is it and i was like i can't remember any of it but dan will tell you now it does involve his ex-boyfriend which is a nightmare but forget the dan i am so sorry tell the story without mentioning your ex if it's triggering do you know Um... earlier on this is the second time on this on this small brief podcast that lewis put her foot in it earlier on she went to see a film in the cinema she said that she said was dog shit which sean and i were involved in the direction I can't. I'm not. I'm not prepared to say. (laughs) He's joking. They didn't have anything to do with it. I stand by. It was dog shit. All right, Dan. Tell us the story about the parrot that I loved that I can't remember any of. Um. So I was staying down with my my now ex. uh... (laughs) Can I just say, Dan? I'm. I'm really. I'm really. I'm joking about it. But I'm really sorry to hear this. And and if it's uncomfortable. Yeah. Oh no, di- not at all. Or difficult. No, no. no, wait. You haven't heard. You haven't, you haven't, if it's un- then, I mean, obviously, carry on and tell us the story. But I'm really sorry about. It. 
I will. Dan's fine looking at him. He's beautiful. He doesn't. He'll, he'll be fine. Uh, He's so, also yeah, so a very what? talented artist. Carry on, sorry. Oh, thank so you. shit hairdresser. Yeah, <laughs> shit hairdresser, but so good at art and comedy. Actually, no, it's really good. It looks really, it looks really good. Your hair is great. Yeah. Okay, it's parrots. Come on. So you're with right. this loser. Parrots. Yeah. So um, his mum owned a parrot. Um, it was an African grey called Duncan, and uh, <laughs> I didn't know this, but parrots live till they're. Like 80 years old. Wow. They can really? do. They, they can live do. really long. Anyway, God. so I, I met this parrot and honestly, it was amazing. It can, it could, I thought the whole parrot talking thing was a, a myth, but it's, it's not. They really do. Well, no, I just thought it was a thing they do in films. What? <laughs> Damn. I know Damn. what you mean. I know have what you mean. Have you seen a bird? Like I where does the it. where does the the lips? There's no lips. It's just no, a beak. They just kind of a, It's got a syrinx instead of a larynx. I had a budgie, oh, so barren. that's why I know it happens. But yeah, no, you're right. It is something cartoon-like about it. Yeah. yeah. yeah like, so um, I mean, this his parrot, his mum's parrot, could say all sorts of things. So it would do phone calls. So if well, it could anyone, use the phone. No, no. So if it saw you on the phone, <laughs> it would do the whole call. So it would go. Here we go. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. 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 And then hang up the call. It was amazing. Wow. Dan, can I just check something at this stage? Just yeah. check. So, just clarify just one quick fact and I'll move on. I'll come back. You weren't dumped by phone, were you? <laughs> it was the parrot. <laughs> <laughs> Hello! Hello, is that Dan? I've had enough! It would also, I remember once I was uh, in the middle of the night, I got up to go to the toilet <laughs> went, and went downstairs and I thought, oh, while I'm down here, I'll, I'll go uh, get a glass of water. Went into the kitchen in the dark in my pants and I just heard in the darkness, Hello. <laughs> Hello. And I honest can I swear on this? Yeah. yeah. I shat myself. <laughs> imagine like and I feel vulnerable in my pants anyway. Oh yeah. god. So, so imagine just hearing in this darkness. Hello. <laughs> um, anyway, it, it got to the point where we had to rehome the parrot. Why? Uh his mum wasn't very well, so it was just too much. Right. She had a menagerie of animals. She had tortoises, uh, she had two dogs and a parrot. And tortoises, dogs were, were kind of easily sortable. Parrots are slightly trickier. Yeah. I don't know if anyone's ever tried to rehome a parrot. Um, <laughs> where do you think? It sounds budgie. like a shit Noah's Ark for a minute. <laughs> I rehomed a budgie. We've. I've never rehomed. Have you rehomed a budgie? Yeah. Well, we took a budgie in. Uh, sorry about this, Dan. This is a shan. She lies. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> so, there's no other way around. Just, I don't. Uh, let's stop. Let's Rod not beat around the bush. Rod just doesn't believe me. I don't lie ever. Rod just doesn't believe me. I do yeah. believe you. When did you rehome a budgie? budgie uh, in the nineties. <laughs> so it had to be re. It had to be rehomed. Oh. Oh yeah. Sorry, Dan. Yeah. Yes. We um. We did a little bit of research on the internet and we didn't want it to like go from home to home because uh, they're obviously they're, they're quite intelligent. They've got the, I think the emotion, the, the brain of a, of a three-year-old. Yeah. Um, 
And we eventually found this place in Lincolnshire. Hang on, it's good to plug it mine. was Lincolnshire. Oh, oh my god! That's what no. I, th- I thought. There was no. a link. Wow. Yeah, yeah. I thought there was a Lincolnshire. Yeah. Next yeah. Thing you know, uh, we're in a car with a very chatty parrot in the back. What does the parrot say? Like, what's its chat like? Is it asking questions? Like, is it like, where do you go to college? <laughs> where am I? Where are you taking me? Is he a backseat back driver? <laughs> yeah. Slow down, you fucking lunatic. What's the rush? Indicate before you turn. It's simple. <laughs> Took us Have you passed your test? <laughs> it took us four hours longer to get there because we thought it was a sat nav talking, but it was a parrot. <laughs> <laughs> the lady was like, I'll have a look around. And, you know, because my, my ex was really concerned about, you know, leaving the parrot somewhere not nice. And the, the zookeeper was like, look, go have a look around. I know it's a bit overwhelming, but, you know. Um, <laughs> and honestly, this place obviously specialised in taking in all these troubled parrots from god knows what kind of backgrounds and it was a bit like you see the film girl interrupted no yeah ages ago or or one one flew over the cuckoo's nest it was a bit like that but for parrots oh gosh it's all these like troubled parrots is anybody else doing the maths that i'm doing i presume we're all doing the maths that this is the exact place we're talking about yeah i think it's gotta be yeah 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 this is an exclusive this is insane (laughs) yeah um although we saw a, a slightly wizened (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it looked like a little old lady and um, my my boyfriend was uh getting quite you know obviously quite upset and i was trying to ex-boyfriend and <laughs> this parrot just looked at us and it just went hello charlie <laughs> oh, no. and i was like okay let's Let's move on. Let's look how happy these oh, ones are. Oh, my God. Um, so, um, so he said, hello, Charlie. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, yeah, can't do it. I can't do it as well as you. Do it again for us. Beautiful. Perfect. It was like, <laughs> hang on. I need to get the voice right because it's a really certain. Get, get into your parrot. <laughs> hello, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what people, um, what people can't see at this stage is, is the, 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 body, the, the, way, the physical performance. The physical. I mean, I've, got the, I've got the plumage right on, on top. Yeah. The physicality of you of a you wizened get, cockatoo. Get into that <laughs> wizened cockatoo is, um, I mean. Dan, is the parrot okay then? Did you leave it there with its new friends? Yeah, I mean, so actually in the end, um, we had a really nice <laughs> chat with the guy who ran the zoo. And he said, look, these are the really social animals, and your parrot Duncan, who was actually turned out to be a girl. <laughs> we don't really? know. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, but, but he said she'll never ever be lonely again in, in her life, which was oh. lovely. Because really, she, go... she was dead. <laughs> <laughs> no. But they go into these yeah. big aviaries, and there was like fifty <laughs> African girls in there. Apparently, oh, one nice. sings one sings opera. Um, the other one, <laughs> is that the true? Other yeah, it's true. He was like, the keeper was like, look, this one sings opera. This one is effing and jeffing all night. Wow. Um, well, I, mean, I a, think this is the place. Can I just ask you, what, did you hear one belting out Beyonce's If I Were a Boy? No. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently there's one in this place. Chico, his name is. Wow. It's and he is a boy. Place. 
It's got to be the same place. Wow. It's That's in Lincolnshire. Oh my God. I love parrots so much and I love that story. Yeah. What a great guest. Um, get Dan coming on. Really bringing it full circle, don't you think? That, totally. Well, I mean, it's, but it's Lou, all, Lou's trying it's to wrap up here. I can tell. Yeah, yeah I am a bit. Lou, I've got to go, but yeah, no, yeah, Lou's yeah, the yeah. first guest Thank we've ever so had. Much. Wrap up the show, lads. <laughs> it's a bit I, like I was on the one show last week, and I sort of turned to Alex and I said, "So that's all we got time for." I looked at camera three. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry i'm stressed about this thing i'm so yeah, sorry yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm so sorry i didn't want to cancel but i um also didn't know oh yeah i'm so sorry right lou we, I, we're aware that you've got to go Me, you so we're going to carry on now with dan we're going to do a bit of counseling yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um it's been so oh, fun thank, thank you for having me thank you so much i want to talk to dan though about this are you all right dan about this relationship you seem to be all right we're getting there. Oh, no. Oh, damn. <laughs> oh. It, it's all right. It's fine. It's it's uh, ultimately, hopefully, for the best. Yeah. You're so it doesn't seem like that now. No. Uh, no, I know. You just need to get out there and meet. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh. oh well, if you know oh. anyone, I know a lovely zoo in Lincoln. Um. Yeah. <laughs> um, thank you everyone for having me I wasn't being rude to wrap it up so sorry I'm just hey. stressed no, sweet All right, nice thanks to guys you. What fun. good luck Dan thank you, Dan. lovely to meet you thanks for joining us thanks, thanks Dan, Dan. It's lovely. <laughs> right well uh, Lou's had to go as we know <laughs> yeah uh, I wish Sean, I could go it's down to you froth of the week which is the frothiest of the two frothy stories this week is it the uh, five foul mouthed potty mouthed parrots or uh, think about the shopping trolleys. The trolleys. Jolly good. Congratulations, trolleys. Fuck of the week. Right, that's all we've got time for. Thanks for listening. And thanks to special guest Lou Sanders and the amazing Josh Phillips, creator of the new Froth theme tune with brass, played by Johnny Thurkel. And thanks to Lou's lovely friend, Dan Quirk. Yeah, do call us if you need a chat, Dan. Don't forget, you can contact us at The Froth Podcast, where you'll get extra frothy content, including unseen bits and exclusive videos of us doing it. Brackets The Podcast. Don't forget the exciting new email facility. Our email address is hello at thefrothpodcast.com. And if you enjoyed this nonsense, don't forget to like and subscribe, rate us at five stars, spread the word, tell your friends. This podcast was a Plan Bobble Vision production, produced by Barry Castagnola at Russell Up Productions. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.